This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Perceptions Theater opened in South Shore in 2020 with a mission of making theater more accessible to black Chicagoans living on the South Side. Now, more than two years later, the theater will finally host its first in-person event this weekend. It's the second annual BIPOC Play Festival. BIPOC stands for Black, Indigenous, and People of Color. Joining us to talk about making theater in South Shore is Maisha Tierra, founder and artistic director of Perceptions Theater. Welcome to Reset, Maisha. Thank you so much for having me, Sasha. Also on the line is Carlo Zenner, a playwright and actor whose one-act play called Mess is featured in this weekend's festival. Hi, Carlo. Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having me. Maisha, this is the second BIPOC Play Fest, but the first one in person. Talk to us about how this festival began in the first place. It began as the same way we started our company. Um, At the very beginning of 2020 is when we said, okay, we want to go ahead and make our first production, which was a series called the Racial Baptism Series, which covered seven different Black people's views on the protest and everything happening with George Floyd at the time. And we said, well, what's a fast way to get Black and other people of color's playwrights work out there when you can't necessarily do a full grand production that runs for, you know, more than one month as a company that's just starting out? And we said, you know what, we'll make a festival. And that's how the festival came about last year. And it was completely virtual. And we uh, covered six different playwrights work. And it was through Zoom. And we had people that were from New York, people Mm -hmm. that were from L.A., Texas, all over. And this year is our first in person. So it's been a different experience. Yeah. How are are you feeling about that? You excited? I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really excited for it. I'm just happy to bring something into the community and actually let them physically see us versus just virtually seeing us. Yeah. What can we expect at this year's festival? This year we will have four different playwrights as you, as of course, Carlo is on the line uh, for the play mess. We also have um, Lewis Johnson, whose play is called the voice inside my head. And was it me by Andrea Fulton and then kingdom by Nick Bell. And I didn't know if you wanted me to get into uh, exactly which each play is. Um, sure. So for Carlos, it follows a queer Latinx Chicagoan who's dealing with the pandemic and just trying to get their life and their love life in order, their work life in order. So I think that titling the play Mess is a perfect example of what that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's the perfect description. Uh, let's bring you in here, Carlo. So, Carlo, this is a, a one-act play what's the preparation for that you've got no one else on stage with you so um this play really started as an exercise in just mental health and self-care um i graduated from college at the height of the pandemic um, with basically no idea of what i wanted to do with my life i knew that i loved theater um i loved creative uh, i loved creating but most creative spaces were shut down um and to be quite candid i fell into like a depressive episode Um, And like a lot of other folks, I think I just felt anxious Mm -hmm. and uninspired. Um, So after a few months of basically just like staring at my phone, staring at walls, um, I started to reflect on how my relationships with others and with myself were just changing at exponential rates. Um, And I felt compelled to kind of document this um, big shift in my life and the life of others uh, into this play. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Like Maisha said, it focuses on Marco, a 23-year-old living in Chicago. who feels lost and disillusioned. 
Um, so he has great people in his life who support him, but he also has relationships that are draining. So the play has been a little bit emotionally draining for me as the playwright um, and also as the actor playing Marco. Right. Um, but I felt really supported by Perception Theater, by the amazing cast that they provided for me. Um, so overall, it's been a really great, challenging um, and special experience. Yeah, that, that's incredible. And, you know, you 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 shared you know, so vulnerably what was going on with you uh, during this time, Carlo, on, on the personal level. Has drama always been an outlet for you? Not always. So I kind of felt, I guess, stunted in um, my artistic growth until about middle school, until I got um, old enough to go to theater intensives. Uh, one particular intensive at the Goodman Theater called Playbuild really changed my life, Um they took a whole new prospect on theater that I've never seen before. They um, taught us about theater of the oppressed. Um, they encouraged us to write our own work and tell our own stories. Um, so up until that point, until I was 14, um, I hadn't really learned how to use my voice. Um, and then since then, I've constantly been using the resources that the Goodman Theater has given me. Um, so, yeah, I yeah. guess now it's um, more of a process for me to like process my feelings and process my emotions into drama, into theater. Um, but it's something that I don't take for granted. Yeah. Um, it's definitely something that someone gave me the tools to do. Yeah, Maisha, just hearing you know Carlo's story, mess sounds like it's going to be really good. It is. What, what's it been like working with with all the artists involved in this weekend's fest, uh, festival? It's it, it, there's so many of them, so it's been it's a whirlwind of different people and, and different emotions, but everyone coming together and creating art that they all believe in. So having people who were excited about the work that they were going to be a part of really helped move the process along a lot faster because they had about a month or so to prepare for the festival. So it's been it's been a great learning experience, but it's also been a lot of fun seeing how they maneuver different set pieces, maneuver their whole experience mm -hmm. in different places and all. Is a month a long time? Um, Sounds like a quick turnaround. Yeah, it's not totally <laughs> a lot. No, it's not. Uh, I'm used to that turnaround because I've done a, a lot of equity work. So it's like a month. It's like, oh, that's nothing. I can figure it out in a month. Right. But it's uh, with it being a festival and not being uh, like full one production that'll go on for months and months and months. Um, I actually think it's a little longer than some festivals that I've even been a part of in Chicago when I first got here in 2017. Uh, some festivals I would do and we would have like one day of rehearsal and it would be like, I hope you all do great at the festival. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you are just tuning in, we are talking about the second annual BIPOC Play Festival at Perceptions Theater this weekend. Our guests are artistic director Maisha Tierra and playwright Carlo Zena, Zenner. Uh, Maisha, let's talk more about this pandemic and what it was like for you, because uh, I don't want to gloss over the fact that you started a whole theater company in that time. So what was the experience? It was not on purpose. We did not know that a pandemic was happening. We we legally got like all our paperwork, our doing business as license, and we started auditions at the end of 2019. And literally in the middle of us having auditions, like the news had an alert that COVID was a thing and like the world was shutting down. And we were like, we just started this. Like, you know, the whole world is completely shutting down. 
Uh, however, we were able to pivot because uh, our company is made of mainly of millennials and Gen Zs. And we said, well, if you can't see us in person, then you can see us online. So we'll just film all our theater stuff. And that's been our experience so far the past two years yeah. um, being virtual. But it, it has been a lot because there are people in our company who have you know, COVID is a real thing. We've lost family members. Some of us have had COVID. Some of us have not been able to physically go to a lot of places. So in the middle of dealing with that, we wanted to have that escape of still having art. And it's kind of like therapy to be able to escape the world that you're in at the moment that may have right a lot of tragedy happening. Yeah. And I want to Clarify equity work you, you mentioned there that refers to the uh, the Actors Equity Association, right? Which is the the theater union for actors. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. Why do you want to bring Perceptions Theater to South Shore specifically? Um, I wanted to bring it to South Shore because well, I moved here in 2017, but I was born in um, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and it was in a predominantly black neighborhood that was also dealing with families who didn't make that much money around 30 to 40 or so thousand dollars a year and in order for me to experience art I had to go to an after-school program and that's when I discovered theater and if it wasn't for that program I probably wouldn't be doing it today because at the time I didn't think of it as something that was possible for me even though you know people say representation matters and you see stuff on tv but when you're living impoverished it's a lot harder to see the forest for the trees and think, oh, one day I can truly do that. Yeah. And so when I moved to Chicago, I wanted to make sure that I still lived in a black community and a black community that was like robust and that did have art. And I chose South Shore mm -hmm. so, and going around. Yeah. So it's geographically accessible now and also financially accessible. Yeah. Right? Yes. For us, uh, we've wanted to make sure that we made our company pay what you can so that no matter what financial situation you may have, you can see art. So even if all you have is a dollar, if you want to be more generous and you want to give us 50 or wherever your your range goes, or if you can't afford to see a show and you don't have any money, it's still free. You can still, you can come and you can experience. And hey, we accept applause and payment as well. Like we want to be able to have art in a community where the people get to see people who look like them make it happen. Yeah. Carlo, what's it like for you working at a theater that, also access this training ground for BIPOC artists? Um, it's definitely different. A lot of the theater spaces that I've worked in have been predominantly white. Um, I grew up in the suburbs. Um, I was one of the only people of color in my high school. Um, so I've always felt kind of alienated. Uh, even when I moved to the city, um, even though I was in intensives with a lot of people of color, everyone had to travel a really long way. Um, so what you said about geographical accessibility, I think is incredibly important yeah. um, with something like Perceptions Theater. Um, it's all about location. And honestly, a lot there's a lot of talent that just goes unnoticed because um, their outlets are not accessible. Um, so I just want to commend my Sean that um, I'm very excited about this play festival. And I think um, they're doing really, really great work here. Yeah. You know, and, and for you, this is the first play that you've written, Mess, but it's not your first foray into theater, right? So Take us back. What was it that got you first involved? So what got me first involved with acting was the Goodman Theater Intensive. Um, okay. Like I said, it was a way for me to really process my thoughts, process my emotions, and use my voice. Um, and I've always been writing. I've been uh, writing my entire life, but this is the first time that I kind of 
merged the two passions that I had and actually wrote a play, which was extremely challenging. It was something that I really had to force myself to do. Um, I really envy artists who um, are able to just push out plays and books left and right because I am not that person. Um, I think if it wasn't for the pandemic and if it wasn't for me sitting at home, really forced to be sitting with myself, I don't know if I would have had this play um, up in production now. Yeah. So for young people who might be listening to us, Carlo, what would you say to them if they want to get involved in theater? Please do it. Don't be like me and don't be hesitant. (laughs) Don't overthink things. Really just put yourself out there. And if you live in a community like Chicago or if you live in New York, L.A., something where there's a metropolitan area, just do some research. I'm sure there will be um, some festival you can send a play to, some play you can audition for, um, some way that you can be a part um, of of that community. Um, and if you live in a smaller, less accessible area, um, just get a pen and paper and just start writing. And don't worry about if it's good, if people are going to love it. Just really express yourself um, in a really fundamental way, and I think you'll find success. What would it have meant for you to have Perceptions Theater around when you were first getting started? It would have been amazing. Um, I can't think of how many plays that I've thought of that I haven't written down because I didn't think that someone was going to like it or I didn't think a festival would accept it. Um, I was even surprised when Perceptions Theater accepted this play. Um, it was kind of, I just submitted it as a long shot and didn't really think I'd hear back. And oh, then, really? Um, I heard back. So I would just say, really don't doubt yourself. Um, um, yeah. Your work can mean a lot to other people. Maisha, why do we need theater right now, especially? We need theater because it gives, honestly, like I said before, it gives us an escape. It's a form of therapy, you know, and art also imitates life. So we get to see what's happening experienced by different people and different demographics and being able to take a look into their life and see how they experience things and being able to just, like I say, escape from where you are and just have a moment where you can just be free. And that's what theater gives. Theater allows you to be anything you want to be, whether you're an actor, a playwright, director, or what have you. Yeah. It allows you to go into a world where you may have never thought was possible, but there are people that are just like you that accept you. Yeah, that, that's all we ever want, <laughs> right? Uh, can you tease what's next for Perceptions? Um, we have some stage readings that we're in consideration for uh, doing later this winter. However, next spring we will be partnering with Prop Theater, and we're going to be co-producing a play called Panther Women next spring on 2023, and it will actually be um, by India Burton, and it's a show that follows the life of Black women and Black Panther Party. Maisha Tierra is the founder and artistic director of Perceptions Theater. And Carlo Zenner is a playwright and actor whose play Mess premieres at this weekend's festival. Thank you both for your time. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast WBEZ's Reset wherever you listen.